Hello, this is Dr. Daniel Vaningen with this week's parenting podcast on FOMO, fear of missing out. Teenagers are obsessed with their phones. Teens use their phones in excess. From texting apps like Kick Messenger, Uvu, and WhatsApp to microblogging apps like Instagram, Tumble, Twitter, Vine. Of course, you have your video apps, Burn Note, Snapchat, Whisper, Yik Yak, and then, of course, your chatting apps, Meet Me, Scout, Twinder, or Tinder, excuse me. Lots of things are happening with the use of cell phones. Now, a poll conducted by the Benenson Strategy Group revealed that more than 35% of teens admit to cheating with their cell phones. So studies show the danger of the use. And, of course, if you text while behind the wheel, you're 23 times more likely to crash. Excessive media use is a problem. 42% of children under, under ages 8 have a TV in their bedrooms. 44% of 2- to 4-year-olds. And half, 52% of all uh, children 8 or younger have access to a new mobile device, such as a smartphone, video iPod, or iPad tablet. But among teenagers, while TV and music remain the preferred source of media for most teens and teenagers in terms of frequency of use, the power, emotion, and social relating comes in the use of social media. And teenagers get sucked into relationship triangles, interwebs, conflicts, and gossip. And anxiety goes up when teens are busy with family activities but concerned about missing out. Nowadays, adults have their eyes stuck in a handheld device. This carries over and influences tweens and teenagers. And it results in FOMO, fear of missing out. And it's become a stressor among kids. Lots of stressors affect teenagers, cyberbullying, overscheduling, standardized testing, academic pressures, extracurricular performance, pressures to engage in sexting and other uncomfortable boundary crossings, in addition to the long-standing pressures of drugs and alcohol. But one of these stressors is FOMO, fear of missing out. I have five solutions to address this issue of FOMO so it doesn't affect your child. Number one, start early. Have parents model the importance uh, model the importance of the balanced life. So no devices during meal times. And if a topic comes up when you would normally Google, add it to a list to look up later. Have the parents parents should leave the game playing like words with friends until after the kids are in bed. Emphasize as parents emphasize the balanced life for you, and this will carry over onto your kid. Number two, communicate the value of the balanced life with your teenager. Some kids are emotionally turned on, electrified, and eventually get sucked into all of the different relationship dynamics, ups and downs of gossip, vague disagreements, who likes who and who said what, and they end up using up a lot of energy and stuff that goes nowhere. Having regular conversations, especially when they get home from school about the use of energy, discerning what conversations are worthy of your energy, and being wise with your time. And this involves being willing to not engage unnecessarily in conversations that may not be worthwhile. Smart kids living balanced lives don't have a fear of missing out. Number three, having family dinners. One of the best predictors of healthy families is having family dinners. When family dinners occur, they require good discussions, parental facilitation with interesting topics, and stories with young kids, and lively discussion with older kids. Parents encourage all to talk, not just the boisterous ones. All opinions are valued. Everyone is encouraged to contribute. Number four, screen-free zones. Designate screen-free zones in your household. 
So at dinner time, kids learn best interacting. Make family dinners a regular part of family life without TVs. Make family life fun and interesting. Counter FOMO by making it a mission that kids don't want to miss out on what's being discussed and what's being played at home. To a small degree, this can happen. Screen-free zones include bedrooms. To improve sleep, remove TVs out of the bedroom. Turn in cell phones one hour before bed. Park them, including parents. This improves sleep by reducing the effect of blue light on the brain, which postpones the release of the sleep-promoting hormone melatonin, making it more difficult to get up in the morning. Yes, screen-free zones improve sleep. And number five, taking time to listen to your teenagers. Rather than preach, find time to listen. When it comes to fear of missing out, fear, the acronym of fear is fear of, of fear is false evidence that appears real. It may be helpful sometimes to educate teenage, teenagers that most of FOMO is a cyclical pattern in the brain. It's not brain fitness, it's brain laziness. Sometimes that appears real, like commercials designed to sell a product, it can easily suck a person in. However, often, the parent who connects is the parent who can listen. So sometimes it's helpful to educate and preach, but often what teenagers need is listening. Regular conversations about FOMO can help them to recognize that they have a good life, a balanced life of family and friends, academics and extracurricular activities, and the healthy relationship conversations that are balanced. With all that is going on, the balanced life is worth living. To get there, it requires lots of listening. This is Dr. Daniel Van Ingen with this week's Parenting Podcast on Fear of Missing Out.